guys, how can we build our wealth? It's getting exposure to high quality dividend ETFs. If you guys like Charles Schwab's SCHD or BlackRock's DGRO DGrow, you might like Vanguard's Dividend Appreciation ETF, VIG or VIG. VIG has been around since the day after 420 of 2006, so it will celebrate its 17th birthday this year and it has been really popular over the years, gaining $63 billion in assets under management. VIG pays out dividends every quarter, following the ever-popular March, June, September, and December tranche, and it has a super low expense ratio of just 6 basis points. That's only $6 for every $10,000 invested, but let's see what makes VIG different than its competitors. VIG tracks the performance of the S&P US Dividend Growers Index. It's not actively managed, but passively managed. Generally, it tracks large caps that have a history of growing their dividends year over year, which means an investor will get bigger and bigger paychecks every single year. When we take a closer look at what S&P's Dividend Growers Index is, we see that they only seek out companies that are liquid with trading volume of over $1 million. This just means that they're not going to pick up some junk penny stocks by accident during their screening. They, much like other popular dividend ETFs, don't invest in REITs, and they also only go after companies that have at least 7 years of dividend growth. Now whatever stocks meet this criteria, this is what really sets VIG apart from others is that it excludes the top 25% highest yielding companies. Companies are then float adjusted by their market cap and no particular company can be more than 4% of the portfolio. The index then gets reconstructed every March and gets rebalanced by market cap weight every quarter. Once this is done, as of today, VIG has 289 different holdings, so it's pretty well diversified, owning nearly 300 companies, with the median market cap being $141 billion. These are high quality companies, as the average annual earnings growth rate of companies in the portfolio is 17%, and return on equity, which gives us an idea of how efficiently money is being utilized by management, is a blistering 26%. Looking at their top 10 companies today, we have companies like United Health Group, Microsoft, JP Morgan Chase, Johnson & Johnson, Visa, Procter & Gamble, Home Depot, MasterCard, Broadcom, and Pepsi. So these are all blue chip dividend companies. I personally own eight of these outright, and the other two I own in ETFs. So these are all high quality companies. Keep in mind the top 10 make up about 30% of this fund. So that means the other 279 companies make up the other 70%, and that's because it's weighted based on market cap. So the larger companies, they're going to take up more space in this particular fund. Breaking it down by sector, we have consumer staples, financials, healthcare, industrials, and technology all over 10%, with other areas making up less than 10%. So our wealth will be concentrated in different areas. Throughout the years, certain sectors will do better or worse than others, but luckily ETFs allow us to hold a bunch of companies at once, so we don't need to pick all the winners, just as long as in the long run, the general trend of the portfolio did well, we will also have made money. I know you want to hear about dividends, so let's talk about dividends. Who would have thought an ETF tracking the dividend growers index would have dividend growth? This is where the ETF really shines, as we can see about 10 years ago, it was only paying $1.41 annually per share. 10 years later, it's doubled that at nearly $3 a share. We can see many years of double digit raises in the years that it's been out. 
Imagine how relaxing it would be in retirement, knowing just holding on to a fund each year would give you a big pay raise. I know if you got a 10% pay raise at your job right now, you'd be very ecstatic. The CAGR into 2022 would have been 8% during the 2008 recession, and nearly 14% during the 2020 C19 shutdown. So the fund still pays out well during rough times. Unfortunately, VIG does have a really low starting yield of just 2%, so it will take years for that yield on cost to really start being meaningful. The reason why this yield is so low is because the index removes 25% of the highest yielding companies during its indexing composition. This removes some really great companies that not only raise their dividend, but have high starting yields that really could have bolstered the starting yield of VIG. High yielding stocks generally don't have incredible dividend growth, which is what the index may have been trying to avoid. That might be a letdown for some, but let's see if Vanguard's Dividend Appreciation ETF provides some capital appreciation. How does it fare with SCHD and DGROW? Since July of 2014 to the present, which is the only time these three funds have existed simultaneously, SCHD has actually performed the best at an 11.35% CAGR, followed by DGROW's 10.82%, and VIG was actually last at 10.15%. The overall market had an annual CAGR of 10.47% during this time, which was mostly a bull run. When we look at the fund overlap, only 28 holdings overlap in both. About 10% of VIG's holdings can be found in SCHD, but 28% of SCHD's holdings are in VIG. VIG and DGROW are much more similar, as they overlap in 242 different holdings. 84% of VIG is also in DGROW, and 55% of DGROW is in VIG. Obviously, the weightings are going to be different, but individual holdings are similar across these two ETFs. Overall, just like most Vanguard products, I'm a fan of VIG. It keeps investing simple. Passively managed, no human emotion to it, and past performance has been solid, even if it's not necessarily beating the market. We're getting high-quality blue-chip companies and being very well-diversified. It shines in its dividend growth over the years, but it has a huge con in that its starting yield is low because it eliminates the top 25% of high-yielding stocks. Now, I've made other videos on other juicy dividend income ETFs, like DGROW and SCHD, so be sure to check out my dividend ETF playlist. Join the dividend discord, we have some really great combos in there, and make sure you hit that like button. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name, and I will buy, stash, and collect cash you later.